Hey everybody, this is Alex, and you're listening to Lunchbox Radio. Now, before we get started, I um, still have that special thing coming up. I don't want to say what it is until it literally happens, because that's the way to jinx it. But um, to record, I'm actually going to record that soon, and then whenever it's ready, it'll come out. But um, thank you to everybody who's been listening to the podcast lately. Like I keep saying, I really enjoy seeing that anybody has any interest in anything I have to say about anything, ever. Um, but if you haven't listened to any to um, the last couple episodes, the last Thursday one was a Macross Plus. Macross Plus is just an interesting, cool thing. Um, and the last Sunday episode was on... Um, who has a voice? It's called Who Has a Voice? And you listen to both of those in the feed before this episode and whatever after you need to listen to it right now. But on that note, let's get into what we're talking about today. And that's a little anime called Kuroko's Basketball. Now, for those of you who don't know, um, in terms of sports, there are very few sports that, like, actually there's not very few sports, there are, there are super famous American athletes in just about every sport, but the sport that is, like, probably the most American, but still exported in the way that you would guess that you can, like, go to a game and it feels like a game uh, for that sport anywhere in the world is probably basketball. And if anybody tries to tell you that there are better basketball, that there have been better basketball players anywhere else in the world aside from America, they're actively insane. (laughs) Or they don't know what they're talking about. And the reason why I say that is because like, there have been really good tennis players in other countries. There have been really good golf players in other countries, uh, on and on down the line. But when you look at, like, the kinds of legends of the game of basketball, the, like, the, the moments in basketball that make bas- that make current basketball what it is and make it this, like, wild sport where all parts of the sport are useful in some way, shape, or form. Like, uh, so, for example, there's all kinds of fucked up, cool-ass shit you can do with a soccer ball that you wouldn't necessarily do in a game. Like, you wouldn't, like, keep the ball up constantly because you'd be standing on place, you'd be a sitting duck. But in basketball, the, like, the round-the-back dribbling, the weird, like, trick shots and the weird, like, trick passes are all useful things. Like, none of that is a trick. None of that is just, like, a party trick. It's all usable in a game. And 
there've been a couple basketball anime. Um, did I think the most recent one was um was uh some it was of course named like somebody's basketball, and the reason for that is for is because of Kuroko's basketball. Now, sports anime is its own particular genre, and usually what sports anime does is it applies a kind of like unrealistic lens to a realistic take on a sport, and it uses the rules of the sport to set up the almost as a framing to have big shonen throwdowns in. So if you look at something like um, Haikyuu, which is the most popular episode of this podcast by, oh my god, by so far, it's uncomfortably far, they do this really well. And they have, and by the end of, like, the first two-ish seasons of Haikyuu, Every character on um, the main team, I forget their name, um, has a specialty. Like, you have somebody who's, like, an expert setter. You have somebody who's an expert spiker. And you have all these different experts who come together and play this game at a really high level. But one of the things that Kuroko's basketball does really well is that A, it shows you that everything about, that everything, every like little piece of basketball counts towards the overall game. You know, at the end of the day, it's not just your height. It's not just your like score to miss ratio. It's not just any of these things. It's all of those things mixed together that make a good basketball player and more importantly, a good basketball team, because the thing, and Kuroko's basketball gets a lot right about just the sport of basketball and the environment that the sport of basketball has created around itself. So, um, I forget how many years ago now, but a couple years ago, Everybody was super obsessed with um, Seth Curry. And one of the best statistics I heard was in NBA, in NBA 2K whatever, or really in any NBA game, if you put in a Seth Curry's actual scoring ratio, it breaks the physics of the game. Like, the game can't deal with that, and he becomes this weird juggernaut of a player. And that was Seth Curry. Um, years ago, that was Michael Jordan. You know, that was LeBron James. That was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That was Shaq. Which, if you've ever seen Shaq and been like, what the fuck is this big man famous for? He was a basketball player, yo. Um, which feel weird of me to say that because, like, I'm from the era in which Shaq happened. Like, I grew up around in America when Shaq was still a thing, like not as much of a thing as he once was, but when he was still a thing. And like, it feels weird to know that like, there are probably some kids who are very into basketball who may have no idea who Shaq is. Cause Shaq has just been like absorbed into celebrity culture. And the, the thing that, The thing that happens in a sport like basketball is, and the next best example outside of basketball I could probably state of this is Tom Brady. Like, if you look at the New England Patriots, uh, it is a great, this is actually great, just a great sports story. When the, New England, when the New England Patriots went to Atlanta for the Super Bowl, the entire, basically like 70% of the team told, the, the black section of the team told the rest of the team, like, fuck you, on our, day off, on our day off, we're going to the Martin Luther King, like, area of Atlanta. And the reason why I say area is because it's not, like, there's Martin Luther King's church, like, the church that he was the minister of, which actually now, 
um, and there's a dedicated park, both of which are owned and operated by the government. They're, um, I think they're state par- parks, technically. Um, but then, because Loretta Scott King is the fucking moron, the actual memorial for Martin Luther King is a private establishment that's just a private charitable establishment that's open to the public. Because she was like, I don't want my father's legacy fucked up if the government goes on strike or shuts down, which makes total sense in its weird-ass, like, understanding of the government way. But what Tom Brady is in football is what Michael Jordan was in basketball. He it's like Tom Brady is this weird anomaly who like has sat at the top of his game and his sport for so long that he he had become the asshole. And granted, Tom Brady the fucking trumpeter MAGA cap wearing douchebag. But, you know, if you, you can go watch it, you can actually watch it on Netflix. Um, if you go watch Save the Last Dance, you know, Michael Jordan, like, he's certainly not a MAGA douchebag, but he's, like, he's not a nice person. He's a real, like, hyper-competitive asshole in a way that is accepted by sports when you're good at the sport. And that's the, that's what you start um, Kuroko's basketball out with. You start it with the Taiko Middle School Basketball Club, an incredibly strong team with over 100 members and three consecutive championship wins. From within this brilliant team emerged a group of five exceptional basketball prodigies whose combined skills made them nearly undefeatable. They came to be known as the Generation of Miracles. But there were strange rumors surrounding the Generation of Miracles. Despite being relatively unknown to fans and lacking a game record, there was one more member the five prodigies recognized. A Phantom Six teammate.
I'm a man. 